0: everyone it's ladies in the lead and I'm your host Joan Garner. This week episode three we are gonna to talk to two amazing women Amy and Brenna Wilkins yes, the mother-daughter duo that you probably have heard of or at least you've seen out in the show ring a few times over the years from Bennett, Iowa. I chose Amy and Brenna because I just think it's so cool how they have had this legacy passion going from Amy's roots early in Nebraska all the way when she got married to having her two kids, but how Brenna really anchored into it early when she was probably eight years old, I think is when she said she had her first steer. We are going to hear about successes, but you're also going to hear about hard work. You're going to hear about the dedication it takes. And you're also going to hear about Brenna's special passion she has with goats. She took on another species for the family and boy, have they ever taken it on in full force. Brenna's had some great successes in the ring, and she is looking forward to having another great season. I love, too, how they wrap it all up with understanding and having a conversation about what does our future look like and how does it include a world that's maybe not agricultural-based and still keep us active in the passion. I know you're going to enjoy it. I loved it. I can't wait to see you guys all out on the road. Thanks for being a part of Ladies in the Lead. Thanks for being a part of this culture where we lift each other up and celebrate each other. I can't wait to talk to you soon. You guys have another great week. See you soon. Ladies in the lead I'm Joan Garner and this is a special episode today with two of my favorite people in Cedar County Iowa oh my gosh Amy and Brennan Wilkins welcome to the show
1: thanks Joan thank you yeah
0: okay so for those of you who don't know you or know your family we're in Bennett Iowa out in the country this is yep. my first time being here yep. yep you actually have a hog farm we do we're the cows
1: uh just up the road um quarter of a mile just up okay. the next place up the road
0: yeah so yeah. okay give us a little history, like
1: a little bit about like where we're at where you live so we are just uh north of Bennett. okay um i work in tipton bernard goes to school in tipton um i'm originally a native from nebraska Grew up on a big cattle ranch in Nebraska. Met my husband who brought me back to Iowa and Hey, how did you and James meet? So he did his internship uh, through college at the ranch that the cattle ranch that I grew up on. And we met that summer and
0: You could be like one of those Yellowstone spin offs, right?
1: We get that. We get that a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, so you guys met
0: out there. Yeah. And then did you like stay I mean start dating and meet out there and then like came back this way or yeah. what
1: so basically we worked together that summer i was home i was home from college that summer um and so i was working on the ranch and he was doing his internship out there so we kind of worked together and ended up kind of having a summer World summer, summer. Get together have you ever heard your parents love story before brenda's like oh my, my gosh guys. it kind <laughs> of continued as As
0: all good love romances should. He
1: went back to school and I stayed out there, but we kind of continued and, um, yeah, for about a year and a half. And then after I graduated college, we had done the long distance thing for a while and it was time to make a decision. And he was farming, like, on the family farm with his family, so it wasn't really realistic for him to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And it made more sense for me to maybe kind of uproot
0: and leave
1: and... I don't. My family was originally from Iowa anyway, so oh, yeah. I had a lot of roots in Iowa, so I moved back to my house, I guess. So. And how many years have you guys been here? Uh, 20. I have been in Iowa now 26 years.
0: 26. So you call yourself... I'm from Iowa, or, and I'm an Iowan, but I'm from Nebraska, or do you say you're from Iowa now?
1: So, they tell me that I have officially now lived in Iowa longer than I have in Nebraska, so now <laughs> I have to say I'm an Iowan, but I can't do it. My aunt, I will always I, be a Nebraskan, oh, <laughs> but Iowa true. is my home, okay, so Iowa is where I live. We um. won't hold that against her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all
0: right, so that's how you met, and then you have these two beautiful children. We do. We have yeah. two
1: um, kids. My oldest is a sophomore at Iowa state studying ag at iowa state and then brenna is a junior at tipton oh my gosh brenna
0: you are junior already how can that be possible i don't know but i'm ready to be out
2: of there (laughs) i can truthfully say
0: (laughs) you're like you're on the track of like you have senioritis you're not even a senior yet very much so oh Uh, i keep telling her
1: though the real world sometimes is not all it's cracked up to be though i know enjoy Enjoy the the the, the, moment enjoy the the moment yeah i
0: know so tell us a little bit about Brenna, some of your interest in what what you do as far as livestock showing. Because I know you're multi-species. So tell us what you got, what you're really passionate about.
2: I've always, my family, I don't know, my brother started showing cattle, and like I was so jealous when I was young because everyone, my cousins, my, we shared, me and my brother shared a barn with my cousins, and I was so jealous because I was the only one who did not have an animal in that barn. And I just remember (laughs) remember. the one summer my cousin had, or my brother had a steer. And I was like, I'm making this steer. I don't care if I don't get a show. I'm making this steer, mine to work on. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And so then I just fell in love with the cattle deal and was always passionate about Mm -hmm. going to the barn. And then we went to Louisville. My first year we went to Louisville, we met this guy named Bernard Osmus, who was working for the other family we were with. And I was talking about how I wanted to show another species because I loved the livestock, or yeah. love livestock and fell in love with the cattle deal so much. And I wanted to try a new species. And he was like, hey, I got goats. We'll get you a goat. And I'm like, well, goat wasn't really the one that I had in mind out <laughs> were the you? other ones. But what were you thinking? You were thinking yeah. pigs? I was kind of more on the sheep deal, but like oh, pig, really? sheep, since we have confinements. But then... The next thing I know, here I am showing goats, and it has been insane. Like, I never would have guessed my first year I would have won our county fair goat show, and then win state fair my second year. Like, it's been a fun ride in the goat deal, too, so...
0: I know I think a lot of people know you from the cattle industry (laughs) but I mean your guys's presence in the goat thing has (laughs) stepped up let's just say that that has been fun to see you do that
2: yeah I never would have imagined myself showing a goat but
0: do you show does or you show weathers I show does how many do you usually have in the barn each year
2: well, so my first year we started off at, with one, and then we kind of went to three, <laughs> and now we're at like four every year. So,
1: oh my
2: God, but I can truthfully say that. The goat deal is a lot less work than the cattle deal, though. So I don't mind
1: having a lot of goats. Are they so. in the same
0: barn? Like, the cattle and the goats are in the same, or you got them kind of separated? Well, I mean, like, in the same facility area, though, right? Or are they totally different barns?
1: Uh, totally different barns, yeah. So we have our cattle barn, yeah. and then a barn right kind of next to our cattle barn is where we set up our goat pens, and that's kind of the goat barn.
0: So so I'm, I'm envisioning this
1: with James and
0: you, and Brenna's coming and saying, I want to show another species, and Mom and Dad, I want a goat. And how's that going over? So
1: we were we were all together in Louisville when this was being discussed, and I was like, "A goat, a goat." So <laughs> and this is like okay, growing top. up, all I can remember is this really nasty, smelly Billy goat
0: that yes.
1: would chase my dad, and he would ram you. You know, when you weren't looking, you'd be tagging That's a cap, and he'd come up behind you and he'd ram you, and He smelled, and it was just awful, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, you know. (laughs) I don't know if goats is what we can do, Um, but it's been awesome. It's been a great, fun learning experience. We've all learned new things, um, met new friends.
0: Isn't that fun? Um, And that's
1: been fun. I mean, that has been fun. It's been a great experience. Yeah. However, my heart is still loyal to the cattle. (laughs) That is still my favorite passion. Did Blake, your son, ever uh, show
0: anything besides cattle? so no. this really is your second like your second species yes, like this is the, yep, the first go around is, yep
1: and this is Brenna's it's kind of fun because it's her thing yeah like it's something that no one else no one else has done like in our family or whatever yeah so it's kind of uh you know something for her
0: you're pretty good at it I've seen you show them those <laughs>
1: um, I don't I mean yeah <sighs> do you think it was like a
0: natural transition from cattle showing? heifers and steers into goats or definitely yeah
2: you know, i feel like i mean i don't think if i wouldn't have shown cattle i'd be completely lost like wouldn't yeah. have catched on as quickly but i think the more i've gotten shown more it's coming to me more naturally but i just remember the first time yeah i took my goat to county fair or whatever and bernie's like throwing up all these hand signs at on the side of this show ring and i'm like freaking out I'm like I have no idea what this means like I don't know your hand signs I don't show goats and then I'm like come out of the ring freaking out and I'm like I don't know what you mean like that's literally what I said to him and he's like you did great and I'm like no I didn't I have no idea what you mean and so I just Bernie it's so funny because like I always just freak out in the show ring showing goats because I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing still, you feel like a novice yes. like, right? yeah right yeah and then I come out and Bernie's like you did great and yeah. I'm like I don't feel like I did. <laughs> so I would say in that aspect,
1: people that have seen her show goats say that it is a fairly natural, like they see the natural. Yeah, like you From see... showing cattle into showing yeah. goats, you yeah. know, like um, I think it's been a, you know, a, a fairly natural transition for her. I know. You know well,
0: so I think part of it, fun. too, is you have a really strong presence as far as just showing ring awareness and presence from the cattle and I think you have to have that in goats as well yeah. especially when you show does you got to stand off them you got to you know mm-hmm. check them out but you still have to have a you know a sh- like a real professional edge to yourself in a way because it's very competitive the goat thing oh, is absolutely. oh my gosh it's it's so okay. fun but it's do you, do you have your favorite goat Did you still have a favorite yet, or are you still working on the favorite?
2: I don't know. It's a tough decision between my goat, that Speckles is what her name was. Speckles? (laughs) That one State Fair, but I truly did fall in love with my Allen goat that I took to Louisville last year Mm -hmm. and was fourth overall with. (gasps) Like, we, I love that goat. Like, so it's a tough decision,
0: but. Okay, we had to go, well, my nephew did. That thing would not lead. I mean, we did everything to try to break that weather. <laughs> it did not like the chain halter. It, oh, if you put the rope on, just tr- trot it everywhere. They have such personalities. They
2: definitely
1: have personalities. That's, you asked my
2: dad about goats, and that is the first thing he will tell you is... I love them because their personality. <laughs> yes.
1: He doesn't have much to do with the goats except for going in the barn and watching them because he loves to go in the barn and just watch them because of their personalities. Like, Isn't that fun? Like he just likes it. He's like, because they're fun. He's they like, are they're fun. fun to just watch and.
0: Yeah, and yeah. to show good ones, that's still fun. It's yeah. fun to show good ones. I mean, it's really fun to show good anything, but it's fun to show good goats too.
1: We have been very fortunate to be blessed with you know somebody, good ones. yeah well, I guess. but you yeah, have somebody that has you know helped us get mentored really mentored fun. us yes in both the cattle and the goat deal mm-hmm. we've been very 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 fortunate with. i mean
2: i just remember like my when i first started showing we were i was so happy with third in class and here i am first started showing goats and winning shows and i'm like this is absolutely insane like i never would have guessed i would have started showing goats and would have had the success that I have.
0: Yeah. So. And you're still going. I mean, yeah, you still getting, right. I mean, let's not end it now. Let's <laughs> no. keep it going, you know, kind of thing. Absolutely. So, that's so funny. Well, the platform is called Ladies in the Lead, She Stock Shows. And I always ask this question because I think it's interesting. If somebody came up and said to you, Amy, you stock show. Brenna, you stock show. What does that mean to you? Like, what would you say that means to you? Or what does that, like, if she stock shows, what does that mean to you?
1: So I was I mean, I've grown up with a lot of big time mentors in my life of women in like the stock show. I was very blessed growing up. I showed cattle, a lot of cattle. Mm -hmm. And I was very blessed to grow up with two ladies that helped my dad out a lot and kind of helped to mentor me Mm -hmm. to make a stand of like what women, you know, what their role could be Mm -hmm. in the stock show. Um, You know that it didn't you know that they could be the ones that were fitting and they could be the ones that were clipping because I mean these two ladies were considered back in the day with my dad two of the best fitters and clippers that were around Mm -hmm. and so I mean you know I think there's that just. Stuck with me growing up with them and saw what they could do. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to be a big part of this industry. I want to be a big part. I want to do uh, all of it present, you Mm -hmm. know, in this. Yeah. I don't want to sit back and just, you know, and not that like just the mom or just the, you know, those are important parts too. But Mm I, I wanted, you know, I wanted more. I wanted to make a statement and, you know, be able to, yeah, do a lot of it, be, Mm -hmm. you know, part of it and be, you know, and I owe a lot of that to those two, to yeah, to Deb Cor and um, Barbara Work, because they were great role models. Though. Oh my gosh,
0: that's so funny. I didn't know who you were talking about. And we yes. could like say those names. I mean, those
1: are iconic people. You know? They are. They are very iconic people in this, you know, even today. Yeah. And um, I, you know, I was very fortunate to grow up with them and have them kind of steer me into the you know, passion for the show cattle industry, Mm -hmm. you know, and then in turn, I feel like I've been able to kind of instill that into both of my kids, Mm -hmm. you know, having another daughter in the industry, you know, she has like just blossomed of being able to not just be the behind the scene person too, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's, you know getting asked to fit all these calves at state fair you know on steer show day because we don't show steers and you know i mean it's (laughs) it's kind of fun to be able to see your daughter be able to do that and you know and be known as one that you know people want to have do it people want to have do it and right know, know. so that's fun yeah so
0: how about you brennan like if somebody says she stock shows you stock show what's that mean like if you're talking to somebody at school like what's that mean
1: i'm like
2: my mom like I always like to say everyone tells me that me and my mom look alike or we're the same person and as much <laughs> as I like to disagree with them, but my mom is definitely the dead core that was to her. She's yeah. She grew up the way and she's just brought it back to me and like... That's how I am too. Like Mm -hmm. I want, I don't want to just sit back and be your showman. Like I want to be down there helping fit with Mm -hmm. you and not just scratching the calf or like my mom said, like be more involved, like Mm
1: -hmm. be the one to take the lead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. the other thing is, is it's fun for that. Both of us would probably say is like stock show to us, to like people that don't maybe get it Mm -hmm. is a sport. Yeah. It's our sport. You have people that go and they play on a travel basketball or a travel mm-hmm. volleyball and they go and they do that and they put their, you know, they're all into that mm-hmm. sport. Um, you know, I guess that's what this is for us. Mm-hmm. It's our sport, you yeah,
0: know? It is our um, sport. It is. It's it our is our sport, sport too, it's yeah.
1: It's our passion, you know? I mean, it's that's, that's what we do. That's what we practice, you yeah. know? Being in the barn and doing all that is our practice. You mm-hmm. know, it's like going to practice every day. You know, it just becomes, you know, yeah. Um, you know, the ritual, and then it's also, and the, it's the way it was for me growing up too. It was also our, it was our family thing. Yeah. that's what we did as a family. You know, I mean, it was, it was our vacation. It was our family vacation. <laughs> yes, our, you know, everybody I know. would be like, "What do you do this summer?" I uh, went to Junior Nationals with my family. They're like, "What? What's that?" You know. Well, yeah you know it's but it's what we did you know and looking back on it i loved it i wouldn't trade it for the world and you know that's what i hope the kids say that too i think i bet you would say that
2: too comparing it to a sport like i used to play travel softball and i love this sport of softball but i'll never forget the summer where my parents like i started to get quite involved with showing cattle and my parents made me make the decision between softball and showing cattle and It was a pretty easy decision for me, but, I mean, it was like giving it up. But my friends at school, it's just so funny because they'd be like, oh, do you have a cattle show this weekend? Like, can we hang out this weekend? Like, it's almost like them asking me, my cattle shows is like asking me, oh, do you have practice this weekend? Mm -hmm. And it's like Mom said, we kind of consider our cattle shows to be our family vacations. And I just think it's funny because when we, like, go back to school, our teachers will they always ask the question so what'd you guys do over your summer break (laughs) everyone's like oh I went here and I went here like the beach or something and I'm like yeah I went to junior nationals and everyone like mom said like what's that and I'm like I mean I guess I work during my vacation (laughs) like but I find it fun like I
1: don't I it's do too. I'm like, I'm I'm like, I get meet. it. Yeah. It's the people that you meet. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, yeah. these kids and myself, you know, I've had friends from all over the United States mm-hmm. that you meet, you know, and so it's basically your family reunion in the summertime. It you is. You know, it's when you get together and you get to see your extended family that maybe you haven't seen. You yeah. Know? And maybe it was last year when you saw them or it was, you know and then you get to see them at the next major or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of fun. It is fun. you know, it's fun. And it's the acquaintances that you make along the way, and you
0: know. Oh, yeah. It's all about that. It's so good. I know you guys are really involved in the national level. Mm -hmm. Um, In particular, the Maine Andrew Andrew Association, right? Yeah. Would you say, talk a little bit about being a part of an association like that, and how it maybe changes the way that you guys show or stock show in cattle being a part of it did i, I think it for me like we were very active in angus yeah. and so it brings a family like you were saying together more did you find that i mean was that a natural easy thing for you guys for mains or was it did you kind of fall into it did you always I want to be in the mains main
2: keys was like my brother's first junior nationals with shorthorns. and mine was Mankeys, keys and the people who were at main keys like literally you meet them and they become family to you and like for me it makes I mean yes going to shows and being successful is fun but like even if you go and you don't get along very well it still is so much fun and means so much to me because I get to be with some of my favorite people and best friends out there who are literally like family to Mm -hmm. me
1: And that was the, that was kind of the breed that I, I mean, um, back in my day, it was, they weren't combined. Keys were separate and mains were their own Mm -hmm. breed. Now they've combined them. So um, it's really fun because now I, my kids are kind of into that main breed. And so we're seeing the people that I ran around with now, maybe their kids, you know, (laughs) and we're getting to watch our kids grow up together Mm -hmm. or, you know, get to spend time together. But it's also been fun, too, because we've branched out a little bit. You know, we've do. we also kind of become involved in the semi-breed, and that's been fun, too, to get to meet kind of a new, different group, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of kids. Um, You know, so that's fun, too. You know, it just, I don't know, it it makes our herd diversified, too, I guess, you know, which is, I I don't know, it's kind of fun to be able to do that, too.
0: It is fun to do all those things. I know you guys have had a lot of success at a national level, state level county level what do you think or tell me what you think it took to get to the next level to have that especially you Brennan like you've had really a lot of I mean you have great heifers but let's just say I mean your showmanship has really been I think the first thing that people identified you with is to take it to the next level I mean you're in the national levels and you're in the finals and you're winning showmanship at some of these national level things what do you think was the thing that really cranked it up for you
2: Definitely dedication and just the passion that I have. Like, I can't thank Callie Byer enough for when it comes to showmanship. Mm -hmm. That lady taught me about everything I know about showmanship. And her and Kale Spangler lived up at our farm, at the house in the farm. And every single night, like, she'd make me and Blake go set our heifers up in the yard. And I can't thank her enough for that and what she's taught me in Mm -hmm. that deal. But also... I don't ever dread. Like, I would never complain about that. It may be (laughs) negative 20 (laughs) degrees out, but I'd still go out there and set my heifer up, even if it was once or twice. Like, and I wouldn't complain because I knew in the end, like, it always paid off. And I, like, I truly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was something that I, and showmanship is one of my favorite things. Like, when we go to junior nationals, that is something I'm always gunning for and look so forward to.
0: It is the one thing that you really. It is you. I mean, it is yes. really about you, and I mean, it's about your half or two. And you have to have good stock to, I think, win showmanship. I think mm-hmm. it makes a difference. I mean, but in I don't, and I know this in the sheep world because we showed sheep. If you don't have a good showman at the head of a lamb, you can have an excellent lamb. You can get beat
1: mm-hmm. because
0: the showman can make an average lamb look really good. Yes. Good cattle will probably set themselves and rise to the occasion, but great showmen on good cattle. It's just like magic out there, don't you think? It's like seeing it Absolutely. just, it's just like magic. And you can see it when you see people across the ring. You can yeah. see it, like, you can just, your eye just goes to it. And it's such a cool, I think, it's not, I think now it's becoming less underrated, but it was an underrated skill for yeah. years. Yeah. I don't know, like, when you were showing, Amy, it was showmanship that, like, right now it is, like, the thing to own, like, those showmanship it titles. It's always, like...
1: that's one thing that... That makes me so happy because I was Brenna when I was growing up. That was the one thing that I prided myself Mm -hmm. into. I wanted to be a good showman. I wanted to win showmanship contests, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And it was like... I was like her, going to junior nationals, could care less how my effort did you know. <laughs> yeah, because or sometimes my, I wanted to try to go for showmanship. Right. You know, I like that was my goal. And like when I won my first national junior national showmanship contest, I was just on Club nine mm-hmm. you know i mean it was like the best thing ever and i don't know i i think maybe my heifer was third in class that year i didn't care like i didn't care that yeah. we didn't win the whole show with my heifer but i won showmanship that was like something that was important and so for me to see how passionate she is about you know about showing and making sure that her animal is presented mm-hmm. you know The best that, you know, it can be is just, I mean, I just, I love it. I mean, it is something that she really prides herself in. Yeah.
0: Give me your mindset. Like, when you're two steps away from the ring, what are you thinking? Like, right when you're about to walk in that ring?
2: Um, depending on the show, there's lots of nerves. But I also feel once I get out there, it just all comes so naturally. Yeah. Like, it's what I love to do. Like, showmanship is my thing. And I guess... If anything, that's, like, the thing that I look forward to the most and to show that off Mm -hmm. is what I truly look forward to.
1: Yeah. And I feel like just watching her over the years, too, it becomes a bond Mm -hmm. between her and her and her animal. Whatever, whether it's her goat or whether Mm -hmm. it's her heifers, you know, it's like, you know, that pat on the head and, all right, Nikki, let's go do this, you know, or, (laughs) all right, you know. (laughs) ronda let's go do this you know, ronda like, you have a heifer named ronda <laughs> yeah. oh that's she, awesome um, everybody know has I a ronda and then yeah. i just feel like she gets out there and it's like just her and her heifer that truly really was thing. the year
2: with my nikki heifer too she was a fallborn, so we got to show her yeah. like two years and it really is like spending those long hours in the mm-hmm. barn in the summer especially like you just create such a close bond with them, too. And it's like, okay, well, let's go show them the bond that we have and what we can do together. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how I was with my Nikki heifer. Like, I looked forward to stepping into that ring every single time showing her because I knew it was just me and her, just like it always was. And she was one of my favorite heifers, too, oh, I, I know, so It's so It was awesome. just, like, so fun because I would always – I would never take – for granted, like, going into the ring with her because I knew it would come to an end someday, but... And luckily,
0: we're <laughs> so a <laughs> ways away yet. Oh, my gosh. so sad. Now, I'm going to put a little controversial part out there. I get so frustrated when they say a girl's always going to win showmanship. I mean, and we're talking on a women's platform here, so I'm just going to put that out there. I am tired of the tight jeans, cute girl wins just because of the tight jeans, cute girl comments, and I think all of us are way above that yep. because... Friend, I've just been hearing, and you've been saying it, Amy. I mean, you guys are out there every night, every day, sticking that heifer. You're analyzing it. You know how to do it. Do you I mean, do you just... I know just by being you and winning it speaks volumes, to put that aside. But isn't that just a little frustrating sometimes? It (laughs) It is,
2: especially when I know, like, just comparing me and my brother, like, the summer nights going out of the barn, like, they would be late nights and he would just want to go home and don't get me wrong i definitely take showmanship way more serious than my brother ever yeah. did. but i'd be like all right blake let's set the heifers up real quick and he would like kind of always throw a fit and argue with me i'm like nope we got to do it yeah and so just like knowing that i do put the work in but then like still getting told that oh a girl's always going to win showmanship like it truly isn't about that. Like, I truly do feel like it is the work. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be dedicated to do it, to be able to be successful. Like, I think it's all about how much you really care about it and want to strive for it.
0: Yeah, that's a good answer. I love that answer, too. Because I really how I think I am. that, I too. Just
2: always drive for showmanship, like showmanship is my thing that I always look forward to.
0: And I
1: think that's where we need to like step back and say okay, it doesn't have to be the women are the showmen and the men are the fitters and the clippers. Right. You know, because I don't think that necessarily is the way it is either. I've seen very, very, very good Boys that are great showmen, mm-hmm. and I've also seen women that can, you know, run with the best of them on fitting and clipping one too. You know, oh, yeah. so I don't think it needs to be labeled as you are the fitter and the clipper, and you are the showman. I oh, no. you know. I, mean, I, I don't just, either. I, I just don't. Think I've always had show. a
0: passion for clipping. Yep. I would. I can clip all. The, it's like my happy place. I can yep. just get stuck in it and lost in it and. And I, I mean, I think everybody kind of has their own little happy place I and mean, we can all do everything, yep. but I just really have always been passionate about clipping and not even like, I mean, I, I like fitting and all of it too, but I totally get it. There should be no labels. And I don't think there is, I think now genera I mean, I think now it's just exploding that yep. it's even more so it's open to everybody, which is really, really, I think the best part about this whole yeah, thing absolutely. is that it's I really, agree. really growing. I'm, I've been asking everybody this, and I think it's an interesting question. I'll start with you, Brenna, because I want to go to you next, yeah. Amy. If you're—I mean, you're 17 now, junior, right? Yep. Okay. What advice would you give yourself back when you were eight years old and you were looking at Blake Steer and you wanted one yourself, Brenna? Here's my advice for you. You're eight years old, and I'm now 17. Like, what would you say?
2: Yeah, it takes work. You got to put the work in if you really want it. You'll put the work in. Like, it just comes naturally. I feel like. I don't think if I would have, I wouldn't have been where I am today if I wasn't as dedicated to this industry as I was when I started out in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it truly does take work and time.
0: Work and time. That's good. Amy, what, you, what would you say? Like, looking back now, I mean, I'm going to say your age, because that's just not, <laughs> I'm just not Ew. saying how old we are, all right? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to say she's younger than me, but um, if You're you old. would look back and you would tell your your 12-year-old self,
1: what would you say? I would say go for it I mean you know what if you want to show that steer you need to go for it Mm -hmm. if you have a dream and you have a passion and it's your dream and your passion don't give up on it yeah don't ever give up on it because you know some way somehow you can make it happen yeah you know you might have to dig your heels in and it might take Mm -hmm. you know um, and that kid that Yeah, I mean, we've all been there. My kids have been there. I was there, you know, maybe starting, you know, we didn't always start with the most successful year. You know, you worked, you, Mm -hmm. you know, you maybe, I I mean, my kids started the bucket kids, you know, and then you, you know, like, like Brenna said, when we very, very first started showing, when my kids first started showing, you know, we would go to the Iowa Beef Expo. And if we were in the middle of our class, Mm -hmm. you know, those classes are huge. So if you were fifth and up, that was awesome. You came home and you said, you know what, we had a great beef expo. Right. And now, you know, my kids would set goals. I don't want to be fifth. you You know, I want to try to do better. And so you dig in and you figure out what genetics and, you know, different things like that you know, how to how to do better and the hard work to put in to, you know, make your, you know, work harder on your cattle and, you know, how to get to that next level, you know, yeah. and with, I, I mean, I owe, you know, with my kids' dedication and their passion, mm-hmm. they've been able to, you know, to work yeah. towards that. You just you won know? a division at Beef right. Expo. I yeah. saw you. That happened really good. <laughs> I mean, you know, so yeah. that's been fun. But, you know, we, it, it goes without said, too. We have a, I mean, we have a stellar crew crew behind us too that has helped us you know mm-hmm. I mean we're very blessed in the cattle industry to you know have some good people that you know we get some of our stock from and mm-hmm. have helped us out along the way and helped us with some genetics and mm-hmm. you know we've been very 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 blessed with that and we're very blessed with someone in the goat you yeah dementia that has helped you know yeah has helped us along the way too so I mean uh, it goes without saying that it's like full circle, you mm-hmm. know, of the people that, you know, have been able to help us, you know, help us along the way. And those people are out there. If you have the passion mm-hmm. and the drive to do it, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's people out there that, you know, that will help you, you know, yeah. you just have to want it, you know, and if you want it bad enough, there's a, there's a there's way somebody to out do there it. to
0: find it. Let's look forward. Let's say, okay. And what's my goals for the next 10 years. And, and this is interesting because like, you know, I'm 51 and I'm like, okay, my family, my kids have kind of aged out. We just got wrapped up with that. And I'm still in depression and withdrawal from all that. (laughs) Um, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, okay. But what do you want the next 10 years to look like for you?
2: I'd I just say, don't hold back. If you want to fit your calf, get down there and fit your calf. If you want to show a different species, try it, go show a different species. I mean, it can't, like, nothing can go wrong. All you can do is try. And if mm-hmm. you show heifers and you want to show a steer and try a just steer, go for it. I mean,
0: but for you personally, you're going to, I mean, I'll look at you two years, you're going to graduate from high school. I assume you're going to go to maybe a college or yep. trade school or something like that or military. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that's four more years. And then now you got, like, the next four years. What do you see for yourself in your late 20s and 30s? Do you see yourself in this industry still?
2: Absolutely. I mean...
0: Are you going to raise them? Are you going to mentor? I know? would
2: love to absolutely have... I mean, I kind of... I have a herd of, like, my own 10 cows that yep. at home. And I would love to, like, have my own big herd like my family does. Mm-hmm. But it's like my mom always told me when I was trying to find a career that I wanted to pursue and like... I always my mind always told me ag I will do ag because I want to be an ag I want to still be in this industry Mm -hmm. and here I am and I'm looking at going into dental hygienist and I really thought about like I was just so frustrated because I was like well I really want to do ag like and it's like my mom told me she goes ag will always be in your Mm -hmm. life Brenna like you don't have to go into a career and pursue in that career that's not but that's ag just to be an ag and I really thought about that and I, so that's when I decided that I wanted to go into dental and I was like, I will still want to most definitely live on a farm and raise my own cattle Mm. and run my own herd and I really looked at that as I don't need to pursue in the career ag to be an ag, like ag will always be a part of my life.
0: That is such, like that is such a good tip because I think some people think it's all or nothing, like you're, they're all in. Or you have to give it all up, right? And I mean, we're yeah. examples of that in everyday how we awesome. all live, like our careers and I mean, how no, we. It's
1: that way, I'm a I'm physical therapy. You yeah, know? that is my career. But I've been fortunate to you know stay passionate with ag. You, I served on the youth committee mm-hmm. for our 4H. You know, be a club leader. Be I mean, you know, you can. Mm-hmm. You can stay so involved with, you know, with the ag business and be such a huge advocate for ag without having it to be your sole, you know, your sole career. Mm -hmm. Um, Because
0: it's good, like, we do have other interests. I know sometimes people think, okay, we just show cattle or we just show goats or like. No, I mean, like, you know, you had an interest in softball and right, yeah. I love to sing. And yeah. I mean, and I, you know, it's like all these things, like we do have these other passions to follow. So it's very, it's great to hear like that you're acknowledging that and pursuing that too, because there is a lot of pressure. Sometimes we're in this industry, we're really successful in it, you know, how to blend those two together. So that's awesome.
2: And I do like look at my mom now too, like she's a physical therapist, mm-hmm. comes home and she still goes to the barn every yeah. night, does chores every night. And so it just like made me realize that you truly don't have to be an ag your whole life to still live in the, the
0: ag world. You can yeah, you're going to be fashion. an ag the rest of your life, and kind of thing. And it's yeah.
2: almost like going pursuing in something else, a career that is an ag, and then going to cattle shows is almost like taking a break from. She <laughs> yep. always says going to the barn is like her therapy when she comes home from
1: a lot of day this at work. This is so true. Absolutely, it is very very much my therapy. You know. Um, it's my ideal with people and the public all day long, yeah. and, you know. So, it's my time to not have to do that, you know, to debrief and, you know, my cattle pigs, you know, whatever are not going to judge me or anything, you know. <laughs> <Free> scotch, <laughs> so no. It's just like, yeah, it is definitely therapy. So,
0: oh, I know. I always like to talk a little bit about that one moment and I remember this moment distinctly when I was a sophomore in high school I was at the Iowa Beef Expo I remember sitting on this bale of straw and I remember acknowledging at that one moment like this is my passion this is this is what I'd love to do I, I said to my friend I go I feel so at home at that moment did you guys have that moment where you like really just owned it and felt it or because you grew up in it you felt like it's always been a part of you
2: um for me I've always like I've always felt like it's been a part of me but like the year my brother had that steer, I f- think yeah. that was definitely That was your year of choosing. Yeah, yeah you really I was chose like, it. I was just so jealous. And I wanted, that's when I decided I want my own calf. I want to work on my own calf.
0: Okay, well, when we finish up, I always like to um, finish up with some real questions. People, real stuff people really want to know. <laughs> so first thing, what music do you play in the barn? <laughs> 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 Everybody wants yeah. to know, what music are you playing in the barn?
2: little bit of everything. Okay, you can
0: tell us what music you're playing in the barn when your mom's not okay. there and right. when your mom right. is there. Okay. okay, so when your mom's there, what music is playing in the barn?
2: Definitely
1: Red Dirt Country.
0: Amy, are you in charge of the radio when you go to the barn?
1: I am not. I, am, I have no control of the radio unless I'm there by myself. Then I'm in control of the radio. Otherwise, it is whatever these kids listen to.
0: And then if your mom's not
1: there?
2: Definitely some rap and some Kevin Gates and... <laughs> But I will say, sometimes when Mom's in there, we start going to some throwbacks, like yeah. some Taylor Swift and things like that. <laughs> so not a throwback. <laughs> well, sometimes.
0: Okay, like, 80s. Oh,
2: you could have said absolutely not.
0: Garth Brooks or maybe early 90s. <laughs> totally That's more throwback. Like... Taylor Swift. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm too old for this. Yeah, I'm, like, too old for that. Well, let's, do the goats get the same music as the cows? Uh, I'd say so. Probably, yeah. Probably so. I think and do so. they prefer <laughs> rap over country? We just want to, mm. this is the real stuff people really want to know. I don't
2: know, I guess. You'll have to ask them next right. time.
0: Next For time sure. you'll <laughs> ask them. Switch it up sometime and I just see. I think they
1: it. like red the dirt country better
0: than not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing everybody wants to know is what do you wear to the barn? Are you a flip flop and sweatpants girl? Are you a shorts and boots kind of girl? <laughs> uh do you look homeless or do you like pretty much you know like that's we want to know on the attire to the barn
2: summers are definitely the homeless look um (laughs) there has been summer nights where I'll go and wash in flip-flops because I mean don't have to worry about my feet getting wet um
1: However, it is kind of my rule in the barn that there is no flip flops in the barn she due is very to right. um, some broken know, feet. Broken well, feet, being in physical therapy, and she and may have seen a few things. But so I'm not a big flip flop, but sometimes they will sneak them when I'm not looking. So
0: I know. I was never a flip flop kid or girl either. I always told the kids put some boots on. Oh, my gosh, you're going to break a toe. Right. but yeah i gotta
1: say though we're kind of grungy when we go to the barn i yeah. mean it's, it's not always just jeans i mean sometimes more like think sweatpants I, and yeah did you winter, ever do the pajamas always,
0: like
2: have you yes to... i i always wear like leggings or sweatpants yeah. or pajama pants under my snow pants in the winter I, be too. I can truthfully say i think i wear like more comfy clothes to the barn more than i wear jeans
0: When you're in the work mode. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I figured that out about, I don't know, four years, five, six years ago. I don't know. Wearing leggings under your snow pants at Beef Expo is a whole lot warmer than wearing jeans. And you can actually move and nobody sees your pants anyways. And they're a lot, they're just easier to pack and throw in there and everything like that. Absolutely. Big important questions here. People want to know. Music, attire. That's right. But when you're at the shows... I know you never go looking like that. I know you always dress up. I know that sort of thing, yeah. That's kind of a fun thing, I know. Can you believe we've already talked for like 45 minutes, 40 minutes? This is awesome. And I can talk to people all day about this. Tell me a goal you got set for yourself for the next year. What's What's on Brenna Wilkins' goal sheet? If I walked into your room, what do you got planned for the next year?
2: I always, it will always be one of my goals is to place in the top 10 at Junior Nationals. That will every year are you talking showmanship or are you talking or, um, showmanship. Yeah. showmanship okay yes showmanship that will always be my goal however this year I do have a bread and own and this is my first year having a bread and own and mm-hmm. I think bread and owns are something that are pretty meaningful and special mm-hmm. and I think it would be pretty cool to get a division or even be in the top five at junior nationals this year with a bread and own
0: what so, you got, got planned for that um, it's kind of hard to top top 5 yeah. at Louisville last year yeah. but I think there's I mean there's still first second or third I guess you could go for that. Right. This year
2: we plan to go to an Oklahoma show called the New Year's Deal and I think it would be pretty special to place in top 5 there too cuz new show I mean mm-hmm. I know how special it was like my first year at State Fair winning State Fair like that was Mm -hmm. A moment I'll never forget.
0: What about you, Amy? Family goals for the year?
1: So, I don't know. Just to enjoy. I think Blake's coming home this summer, and so it's probably going to be maybe our last... This will probably be our last summer of maybe all of us being able to get to kind of go do, you know, state fair, county fair, junior nationals together because next year he's going to probably... Branch mm-hmm. off and have internships, not around home. So, um, I guess my goal is just for us to kind of enjoy these last couple years before it changes again. Changes to a different to a different role. You yeah. Know? So it will be. Yeah. It will be
0: good. Well, thank you both so much Absolute for being a part you. of this thank podcast. You <laughs> thank you for being a role model for so many. I mean, I know we kind of take it for granted that you know we just go and do. But people watch and people see you guys and it is impressive that how much you give back. It's impressive how much you acknowledge and the gratitude. And I think that's a theme that so many women in this industry, so many people in this industry have for each other. It's just one of those things.
1: And like I said, that's where it all kind of started for me was... I'm going to age myself, Joan, you know, five years ago when, you know, I was a younger kid watching these two, you know, women Mm -hmm. just knock it out of the park and, you know, um, kind of helps you set goals of hey that's what i want yeah i want to be i want to set those examples and you know be that leader and
0: congratulations on all your success (laughs) as a family thank you thanks for being here you guys as we wrap up episode three make sure you hang with me and come back for episode four for the next exciting ladies in the lead episode you guys have a great summer we'll see you out on the road yeah Yeah. thank you very Mm -hmm. much And that's a wrap for another episode of Ladies in the Lead. I want to thank Austin Garner for being my producer. I'm your host, Joan Garner, and we can't wait to see you guys out on the road. Check us out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and of course, check us out on Facebook at Joan Garner. We'd love to see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.